podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Salford Matchday edition of the Leeds That Podcast. Tonight we're going to be looking forward to our first cup game of the season, which will hopefully be just what we need on the back of the frustrating but entertaining 1-1 draw at home to Nottingham Forest this Saturday. So tonight we have Salford versus Leeds United from Moor Lane Peninsula Stadium. It's a 7.45 kickoff. Um, Matt is currently on the way to the ground at 7.25, so he's cutting it fine. I know he's just got in a taxi. Um, it's our third game of the season and the third to be played in front of the Sky TV cameras. This is the first time we've encountered Salford City today, um, who are a controversial opponent, I'd probably say, um, who've made their league debut and sit around 11th place at the moment, having won one and lost one of their early season fixtures. I actually went to see um, Harrogate Town versus Salford last season. Um, it was very much kick and rush football. Um, they were they were well organised, so perhaps we'll see the same tonight. Um, we'll see. Right, where's everybody at this evening? I'm at home. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how I'm going to watch the game. Um, probably watch it on our TV. I really want to listen to Bryn's uh, commentary after what we were talking about in the last podcast, episode four. Um, but I think I'll probably save that for the weekend versus Wigan. I have been at a funeral today, so let's hope it's better than that. I'm sat at home hoping that it's uh, it's decent. Got a couple of beers ready to go. And uh, I'm doing basically the same at home. Although I didn't go to a funeral. I don't want to sound uh, disrespectful. Uh, but I'm just sat waiting waiting for Gary Neville to get off my television. Oh, mate, it's horrible, isn't it? Incredibly horrible. At least, uh, Matthew, you don't have to look at Gary Neville, do you? Whereabouts are you? No, I'm not looking at Gary Neville. I'm looking at Manchester, though, so that's nearly as bad, isn't it? I'm in, a, uh, in the back of a taxi on the way to uh, Salford. Salford City FC um, I missed the train that I was aiming to get earlier so I was on a later train that arrived late obviously so now I'm uh, in a bit of a mad dash to get to the ground uh, in time for kickoff. but I think I'll just about make it if, uh, if we make good progress what's Gary Neville saying what's he on t- is, he, is he one of the pundits or are they just interviewing him as an owner oh both He's both. He was. Uh, he, he is one of the pundits. And then they had a little. He, he interviewed his brother and Nicky Button, Paul Scholes, and it was the most awkward interview you've ever seen. It was like watching chief cheerleaders, wasn't it? It was disgusting. Well, they all just. Uh, so, oh, it'd be good if Leeds got back in the Premier League. We used to play Leeds, but they haven't been here for a while. And Gary and Phil just laughing at each other and being unprofessional. Big scummy grins. Got a bit of an anecdote about Neville, but we'll talk about that another time. Uh, I know we're getting close to kickoff, so we'll we'll crack on because Matt's very near the ground. Uh, so in goal, we've got three Casilla, uh, twenty-eight Berardi, five White, forty Davis, ten Alioski, twenty-three Phillips, seventeen Helder Costa, forty-six Shackleton, forty-three Click, forty-seven Clark, and on his Leeds United debut, number fourteen Eddie Nketiah. Everyone excited to see Eddie play? Very excited, and uh, I'm also having watched the presser yesterday. Um, happy to now pronounce him as Kithia. Well, the uh, the bookies are favouring Leeds, saying that Leeds are four to six favourites. Salford as far as nine to two. Um, draw seventy to five. Suppose that's draw, and then uh, 
straight into penalties it'd be tonight. Costa, four to one first goal scorer, and he's starting, so uh, could have been worth a punt. Yeah, that sounds pretty decent. Um, I mean, at the press conference today, um, Bielsa just didn't really cover off an awful lot um, about tonight. We've talked a bit about Clark's smell, I believe, didn't he? He did. He said, uh, he said that basically he listed all the players that were in front of him. And this was the interesting bit. He said, we would love to keep him. But when you think about the player, the players have got choices. And some players have got to that point where they've decided that they must leave because they want to play regularly. Whereas others have said, no, I want to stay. I want to find my place. I want to get the experience under the current regime and see where it takes us in a year's time. Okay, good stuff. Who's the referee for today, Paul? I know you've done all the research. You're, you're, you've been on holiday, so you've had a chance to do all this. Thank you. <laughs> it's uh, Keith Stroud, who uh, is the two points oh, that Keith God. Stroud is yeah, most famous for. Um, the Middlesbrough game, which we actually won at home the other year, where he gave that penalty uh, on IR, against Ailing on Ayala on his, ref, uh, on his liners instruction and then also for not giving us penalties uh that one the absolute stonewaller against brentford which probably was the final nail in the coffin of our season um as the automatic hopes in uh, in april top research paul but also very unnerving so prediction time andy what are you going for four nil smashing four nil come on leads james uh, yeah i think we're gonna win we're going to beat the fake scum uh, 2-0. Uh, Eddie is going to score on his debut and I think Bogus might get one as well. And Matt, what are you thinking? I, um, I'm reckoning that it's all set up today because they're trying to make a rivalry out of it. It's all set up to be one all after 90 minutes leads lose on penalties. Mate, I thought my funeral was bad. Cheers for that. I, I, like, I couldn't care less about the cup this season. Saw a Twitter poll today. Someone said, would you rather take... Um, a little cup run and playoffs are out tonight and automatic and there were 100 votes and it was 100% automatic which goes to show who cares about the cup I'm going to say 3-0 I think it's got to be a class performance tonight and uh, we're going to turn them over and we'll definitely be getting together afterwards to uh, talk about how we've um, really bossed it all right, we've got to do our traditional... Um... Just... Oh, sorry, Matt, you carry on. I've just seen uh, five lads walk past singing a Billy Ocean song wearing Stone, Stone Island and Burberry. So uh, we're definitely in the thick of it now. <laughs> we've got to finish this segment with uh, our usual how are you feeling? Give us one word to describe it. Asked. Not asked, is that what you mean? Just asked. I'm, uns- I'm unsure. I'm asked with this game. It, it seems like a distraction. Be nice to beat them. Hope we do, but pff, yeah, whatevs. Bothered, which is similar to uh, Andy's, but a slightly cleaner version. As in, I'm not sure that I am. Like it'd be nice. I always want Leeds to win. You always want Leeds to win, but equally, it's uh, I'm just desperate for automatic promotion, and I couldn't care less about the cups. Yeah, I think that's that sums it up for me as well. My word is automatics. Not nervous. Not nervous today. Not feeling nervous at all. Matt, let's get um get your word because I know you are really cutting it fine now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in a taxi though. My word is apprehensive. 
Uh, it's exactly the sort of game that we'll lose because it's one that the media will go mad for. So uh, apprehensive, but hopefully uh, our new signings do it for us and we take them to town and we can focus on the Wigan game on Saturday. Right, uh, let's uh, see how we get on. Much all together. We'll speak after the game. So it's finished three nil. Leeds, well, Salford versus Leeds United. It's a good result, I feel. Uh, how's everyone doing after that one, Paul? In the predictions, you said three yes. nil. How are you feeling about that? Uh, delighted, obviously. I had a massive insight into what was going to go on in the game. I think Matthew uh, was pessimistic with his one-one uh, and out on penalties. I think that I've done as a service there. To be honest with you, I. Uh, cursed that pre-game and then it turned out pretty straightforward didn't it so you've got me to thank probably cheers mate you're welcome Andy you weren't far off either I think you said 4-0 didn't you it probably should have been if Patrick Bamford had uh, had a bit of composure towards the end but nothing new there I also think we should have had a penalty when uh, Jack Harrison had his shirt pulled but hey ho what can you do the, the biggest victory tonight is seeing that Gary Neville looking so glum I thought the uh, the first half was hard to watch. It was very much them getting uh, players behind the ball and stopping us from from getting in behind. Um, but you could sense that we would eventually just sort of wear them down, which is what happened. But it was, so it was good. It's uh, it's beating them by attrition, isn't it? It's very attritional the way that we play like that. Yeah, I think first half that they they just literally stopped us and fair play to them. That's what they've got to do. You can't argue with that. They had, they had a plan. They set to it and. It nearly paid off, but uh, it's great to see uh, Eddie off the mark. Um, Andy, what did you think of Ben White's performance? Rolls Royce, mate. When he uh, when he did that little pirouette and nutmeg that geezer and get fouled, I mean, Ben White, what a bloke! Anytime, mate, come round my gaff, we'll have a pint together. Be beautiful. Matt, what was it like in the ground in the end? Did you get there on time? What were the away fans like? Got there on time. Uh, away fans were good for the first five minutes, then it was really quiet. It was like a pre-season friendly, to be honest with you. I thought that the first half was probably the worst half I've seen under Bielsa, maybe. I can't think of one that's worse. Maybe a, maybe second half at QPR last season, possibly, but I, I, I do think that they were trying to stop us, but also I thought we were pretty poor. I thought we were our passing was off. People didn't quite know what they were doing in the system which you probably could expect given that they've not played together before but uh, I wasn't that impressed with our performance first half but we found our rhythm after the goal and uh, thought we did well second half and put it to bed pretty easily in the end. Do you think um, just the the change in personnel on top of that there was obviously the formation change which is obviously something different um, that all of them won't be used to yet which was uh, 3-3-1-3. Do you think that had anything to do with it Matt? Yeah, I do think so. And I think that when we switched back to our more uh, familiar formation in the second half when Jack Harrison came on, we did look better, particularly Shackleton and Leif Davis. They seemed to come into the game 
much more and looked much more comfortable when they were in that system than when we were playing the 3-3-1-3 at the start. Oh, guys, Leeds United at home. Leeds United at home and they are playing. Paul Robinson's pulled out. It's a draw. Paul Robinson's pulled out. Stoke. Oh, well, I'm glad we're at home. So that's like four days after Stoke away, isn't it? So we'll be playing them twice in, twice in four days or something. It's like over a year we played Blackburn four times in a week or whatever it was, wasn't it? Here Andy uh, described Paul Robinson pull out is not one of the highlights I've had of doing this podcast, I'll be honest. A bit disappointed it's not been held in some sort of remote shopping centre somewhere, to be honest. Well, I think what we can take from tonight is we're through. No one's that bothered. At least we didn't get embarrassed against Salford. Let's move on to the league. Let's keep going. I think uh, I think Helder Costa needs more game time. I, I think he's a little bit off the pace, and he's only going to get on the pace by being given some minutes on the pitch. I would imagine he'd pl- at least play in the Stoke game in the second round, but I think I'd be, I'd be glad to see him uh, getting some more appearances in the first team in the league as well, I think. Yeah, I think, mate, I'll go with that. I think, uh, I think once he gets going, he'll be unstoppable, but... The tricky thing is when you're playing against a team you're just set up to sit and do now and it's hard to do out and look stand out and look special, isn't it? Uh, the thing I want to know, Matt, is when Berardi scored, did anyone get on the pitch? No, nobody got on the pitch, unfortunately. So uh, it was an idle threat in the end. I've got a theory about this, that the the forward who was back marking Gaetano Berardi... He's actually from Leeds and a rumoured Leeds fan and he just let Brady wander and, and get on the end of that. So, Paul Beasley very nearly made an appearance in Where Did They Come From, Where Did They Go? And his son played tonight up top for uh, Salford. I don't know if that says much. He scored loads of goals for Bradford Park Avenue. but Where Did They Come From, Where Did They Go? Was that the feature we did in the episode four podcast? Is that right, Andy? <laughs> Yeah, you know, the uh, outstanding feature that has got loads of great feedback. I'll tell you something else as well. The uh, Leeds United 4 Wimbledon 2 game that we looked back on in the episode 4 podcast was Paul Beasley's debut. It was. Uh, there's a lot of Paul Beasley loving in there, episode 4, really, isn't there? So, uh, sorry uh, to Paul that we embarrassed your son tonight. Um, all the best. Just going back to um, people on the pitch, did Sky show the Salford fan who ran on the pitch or did they cut away from that? Cut away. Bottled it. So um, Kiko's taking a goal kick and uh, one of their fans runs on from behind and kicks the ball away. Um, And then he runs towards the ball, turns towards goal. Kiko tries to tackle him, but he kind of goes past him. And then he's just got to tap the ball into an open net and he falls over the ball. And then he gets up and he's got another chance and the steward runs on and boots the ball back to Kiko. And this guy just has to crawl back into the stand with his head head in his hands and his tail between his legs. So that was quite amusing. And probably uh, probably just as amusing was some Leeds fans who were, stood in, who were sat in the um, stand to our left. So I was stood behind the goal. There was some Leeds fans in the stand to the left, sat on the front row. And towards the end, when the Salford fans started go leaving, they had to walk past these Leeds fans in order to get out of the ground. And they tripped up maybe one in three just by sticking a leg out. And every time they did it, the Leeds end started cheering. So it was that kind of game, really. There wasn't anything particularly exciting happening on the pitch other than the three goals, but 
in the stands there was a bit of a laugh it was like a pre-season friendly and we move on to round two yeah good stuff um so yeah as we touched on we have also finished recording our feature length monthly podcast episode four which is called up and running it was great fun to make this one so make sure you go back and have a listen uh we've got some legion united based games one by uh, our good friend andy called where did they come from where did they go bell to that one andy uh, leads lists and play your players right so please check that out um for everything else, including our prize draw to win some Leeds memorabilia, visit leadsthat.com and make sure you register. But thanks ever so much. Really appreciate it, guys, and we'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.